Hey there, I'm Jesse, and you're listening to the Deep Lore Boys podcast, where me, Matthew, and Jackson delve into the random, rare, and often ridiculous pieces of human history. He was listed in the military as one of their soldiers, not like a pet they brought around. Uh, there was a beer flood that killed eight people in London. Literally, people are drowning, and you're like, and you're drinking the beer around them. <laughs> <laughs> that is literally what was happening, though. I don't know if you guys know about Wojtek, the Polish soldier bear. That seems like something that'd be up y'all's alley. Dude, a soldier bear? Do you guys not know about that? What? Who is Wojtek? That sounds like the name of some sort of big science corporation. Wojtek? Wojtek. Yeah, well, close. Uh, Wojtek was a lot more wholesome than most big science corporations that end in tech. Here's his story. In the 1940s, some Polish soldiers, basically, they they recruited a bear. They were bringing along this bear with their troop and whatnot as kind of like a mascot. And they, like, pretty much raised him. And eventually, it got to the point where they couldn't bring the bear with them, like, to go into combat and whatnot, because the bear was not a soldier. So they enlisted the bear. It it just made him (laughs) into a soldier. They basically said, oh, well, you won't let us take pets. Well, he's one of us now. So they like paid him, they gave him jobs, <laughs> they they gave him his own rank and everything, and he was, I think, promoted at one point from private to corporal. He served with the 22nd Artillery Supply Company. He was there during the Battle of Monte Cassino in Italy. He went all the way around. He went to Iraq, Syria, Palestine, and Egypt. Oh, he seems like a really good boy. Yeah, he moved crates of ammunition for the soldiers, and they would like feed him cigarettes and booze and stuff. Apparently, they'd... They would give him a cigarette, they would light it, and then he would proceed to just take one puff and then eat them and wash it down with some beer. And <laughs> that's, Dude, that's just te- how he te- existed. Dude, this picture of him, he's just wrestling with this guy? Yeah, so the soldiers, the Polish soldiers, uh, I think purchased him from a young Iranian boy who had found a bear cub whose mother had been shot by hunters. But yeah, so I guess he was he was already a little cub when they when they got him. And then they just kind of raised him. And like you said, there's pictures of him on the Wikipedia, like playing with the soldiers and stuff. So he adopted a lot of mannerisms from them. Uh, And he was given the name uh, Wojtek, which is an old Slavic name, uh, which means happy warrior. So just another layer of absolute (laughs) wholesome bear soldier lore here. Dude, wait, so they fed him condensed milk from a vodka bottle. And then of course. They slowly would give him more food as he got older. And then, yeah, and then they gave him beer, and he quickly learned to love beer. And he would eat cigarettes. Guess, what a guy. Yeah, he ate a lot of cigarettes Dude, and drank coffee oh in the gosh. morning. Shoot. What a good boy. Dude, I he know. would sleep with the other soldiers if they were cold at night. He would yeah. wrestle with them, and he would salute. He would salute when <laughs> greeted. And yeah, and he would march alongside them on his hind legs, is what it says right here. And yeah, he literally would carry ammunition boxes around he could carry ammunition boxes that would normally be carried by four men at the same time he would pick them up himself and move them yeah and he knew what What he was doing he did it so many times he learned and he knew what he was up to he literally just acted like a soldier he saw them so many times and learned from them and was raised by them so he just straight up would just carry the crates out and it says that he would stack them so he knew darn well what he was doing (laughs) he was gonna do his job right apparently he decided to help him lift the boxes entirely on his own wasn't like they trained him during which is like oh okay 
He just saw that one day. The emblem of the 22nd Artillery Supply Company was Wojtek with an artillery shell. It was a bear carrying a massive shell with him. (laughs) And that that was their, like, he became their full-on mascot pretty quickly, as well as an actual private. Like, he was listed in the military as one of their soldiers, not like a pet they brought around, but he was was his own man. No, he is literally listed in there. Is there any video footage of this? Oh, probably not. There might be video footage of him uh, after the war because he was, uh, let me see, post-war. At the end of World War II in 1945, he was transported to Berwickshire, Scotland with the rest of the 22nd Company. He became popular among local civilians and the press uh, and the Polish Scottish Association made him an honorary member. He was transported to Edinburgh Zoo in 1947, where he spent the rest of his life, often visited by journalists and former Polish soldiers, some of whom tossed cigarettes for him to eat. (laughs) So I guess he recognized them. Uh, But yeah, he died, sadly, you know, all good things come to an end. Uh, Wojtek passed away at the age of 21 in 1963, December. I suppose if there's any video of him at all, it would have to have been from before then. It says that he was a guest on... One of BBC's television programs? I was wondering if there was footage of him lifting the crates. That's more what I was trying to look for. Oh, that would have been sweet. Dude, I wish that bears were all, like, completely harmless. Because they, I will stand by, they are some of the coolest dudes. I was actually just thinking about this earlier today. They're very, like, fluffy and very, like... Yeah, like, there's the whole whole thing of, like, a bear hug or whatever. But, like, for real, like, I just want to hug a bear. Like, he looks like... I I honestly, like, if they weren't so mean, I would. We never saw it, to my knowledge at least, I, I don't think Wojtek ever went into actual combat. Like, he was enlisted as a soldier so that he could, like, yeah, follow the group around, but I don't think he was ever, like, you know, amidst gunfire or anything. But I wonder what would have happened if he would have gone full-on, like, protector mode. He probably would have kicked some butt. If I was in a war and saw that they had just a soldier bear, I would let it slide. I'd be like, yeah, you know what? You guys, you guys keep it. You guys go. Like, oh, uh, nice. Yeah, that seems pretty Poland of you. I'm going to let you keep doing that. I just love that his name is the Smiling Warrior. Like, that's the translation because, oh my god, Smiling Warrior. That's exactly what he is, too. You can just see in all of his pictures that they have of him. He's just such a happy bear, bro. Like, this man's living it up. There's also seven different statues of him in Poland and four in the UK. Wojtek, dude, there's literally a preschool named after him. Oh, out of all the things we've gone over on the Deep Lore Boys podcast, this this, this is, is our moment. This is nice. So I I feel like Wojtek is all kind right. of he's more of a support character. I don't, I don't think he's you know front lines combat kind of guy. He's more of a support. But what if you made like the ultimate D and D party and got like Jack Churchill, Wojtek, and maybe like Bass Reeves on a oh. team together. Could or you get the the, the, uh, the or not the weed man meth lord <laughs> that like I'm a koi venom dude yeah the I'm meth like... soldier from Finland yeah because actually they would have all been around at the same time wouldn't they and they were oh, all on dude, the same side too fun. did you ever hear the story of the bear that walked into the bar Jackson tell us the story of the bear who walked into a bar <laughs> that was the most unenthusiastic thing I've ever heard you say all uh, right so yeah he walked into the bar oh, and he said funny. uh. Okay. He uh, says to the bartender, may I please have a drink? And the bartender said, why the big paws? 
<laughs> well, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Deep Lore Boys podcast. Uh, you can follow us on uh, YouTube, Spotify. YouTube and Spotify. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go post that yeah, one on Twitter.com. Uh, there we go. Like and subscribe, fellas. Like and subscribe. Dude, Scout is incomprehensible right now. I can't even focus on this topic because Scout is just going completely nutso on the floor. Actually, Scout has been like, so Scout is your dog, and well, he's, he's been not a dog. He, he is he's a alien. celestial, or right? A celestial. <laughs> we we know that, uh, but he's been present in like every recording we've done, or at least mentioned. But I don't think he's ever actually made it onto the podcast. I feel like we we need to give a proper like Scout introduction into the Deep Lore Boys. Give a proper, just really introduce this crucial character. Well, he is currently um, licking his privates very. <laughs> he's really, he's really. Getting what a great it, so. first impression! Yeah, this is this is Scout. Um, he's going. <laughs> he's holy crap! <laughs> Scout, you can do it, man. You got it. Uh, oh, he got it. He's done. Are you cheering him on? Yeah, dude. He's he's got to go, man. He's going as hard as he can. Oh, so we know Scout is a alien or a celestial. When did you first realize that Scout wasn't exactly a, a normal dog, but a celestial? Uh, so there was this one time a few years ago, a few years back. We uh, we took Scout to this like this dog park place. We kind of left him. There were people there with him. We were like, okay, whatever. So we just kind of like let him run around with the other dogs. And then when we came back, like not even 20 minutes later, Scout was literally floating like 10 feet above the rest of the dogs. <laughs> and all the other dogs were just completely dead and massacred. It was horrifying. <laughs> oh um, shoot! Yeah, he had like his this is had like glowing eyes, and literally just lit on fire in that moment. He just ignited and went ultra instinct and just blasted a hole into the ground. That was right after he yelled, "I am the chosen one." <laughs> yeah, he just barked that out in dog speak. Wow. Oh, okay. For me, it was when he crashed the UFO. Yeah, no, he did crash the <laughs> UFO the one time. That was the moment. Now, how do you know he's a celestial and not, like, a, a some kind of demonic being? Because the whole, like, dog massacre floating... Well, you could see you could see the light of God. And he keeps oh, on okay. saying consistently in Latin. Oh, he is angry. He does Whoa. not like Whoa! He is exposed. He is actually pissed off right now. <laughs> Scout. My time has that not happened. yet come. Yeah, he keeps on looking at me and just speaking and is like, he speaks. Typically, he just like whines and barks and does dog things. But every now and again, he looks at me in Latin and just says this canine form is limiting. What do you reckon his purpose here is? What do you, what do you think he's here to do? Uh, I hope he was sent for good. So far, oh. he hasn't really done too much <laughs> evil apart from killing about 15 dogs at a dog park. Yeah, I mean, other than massacring those dogs, it sounds like, uh, you know, he's been pretty all right. Whoa, oh, the Celestial. Oh, my gosh. I heard the voice of angels. They were angry. I don't know what he sees. He's staring out the window. I'm betting he sees things in the spiritual world. No, he definitely sees creatures, and that's why I assume it's demons, is because of his reaction. It's like he's warding them off. Oh, so I assume <laughs> he's protecting you from evil he's spirits. Fighting the demons. Jackson, look it up. Oh, no, jeez. Scout is pissed. In, was it 1919? Uh, there was a massive barrel of molasses that burst. Apparently, it was a cylinder stress failure, and it 
flooded a whole area of Boston and killed 21 people and injured about 150 of them. It killed 12 horses. And after this great tragedy that strikes Boston in 1919, they had the audacity to make me laugh at this massacre by calling it the Boston Malassacre. This seems to have killed more people than the initial Boston Massacre. A large storage tank filled with 2.3 million U.S. gallons of molasses, weighing approximately 13,000 short tons, burst, and the resultant wave of molasses rushed through the streets at an estimated 35 miles an hour. Can you? That's like standard driving yeah. speed through a town. Can you imagine that? A wave of molasses, <laughs> molasses coming at you. flow that quickly? I mean, when there's a lot of it. See, this Dude. initially sounds really funny, like, ha-ha, big molasses flood, ha-ha. But then you read into it, and you're like, oh. Yeah, but then you look at oh, it, and you're oh, like, darn. dude, this is just a mess. <laughs> yes, Matthew. Dude. It was, by all definitions, a mess. In fact, uh, residents claimed for decades afterwards that the area still smelled of molasses on hot summer days, so it was a lingering mess, like... You left a grilled cheese sandwich under your pillow for a straight month. Mess. <laughs> you say that as if you've done it. That sounds like an absolutely miserable day. Like it's super hot oh, and you just get covered in molasses. Like that just sounds yeah, yeah. Like all around. Now, th- this is a little something I say to comfort myself, and somebody out there is probably going to be like, no, you don't understand. It's not how molasses works. Shut up. Let me have this. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking. If you get covered by a massive wave of molasses going 35 miles an hour, it's probably heavy enough that your death might have been quicker than if it was water. You might just get, like, crushed yeah. and, like, just pass out before you'd even drown. But if it but was if it was out. intense enough yeah. to have, like, snap steel beams and stuff like that, it would have totally immediately killed you. It would have just broke your bones. Yeah, it. well, that was all from the initial, that was probably all from the initial explosion. Or did they clean this up? I don't know. I like to think that they just had a bunch of dudes come out with, like, shovels and just started, like, shoveling it all up. Does oh, molasses, like, you, harden? Can you imagine how awful that must have been Does if you like, had, just, like, just a shovel molasses? All around, this is pro- possibly one of the worst things to have ever happened in history. Like, yeah, this is they, terrible. This is, this is a terrible <laughs> disaster. This is just entirely, you're just like, why did this happen? As far as man-made accidents go, yeah, this, this is, one is, this one's pretty high up there. List of non-water floods. Pepsi fruit juice flood in 2017. What? I hope no one died in that. <laughs> it was in it was in Russia. Okay, it was okay. in Russia. That would do it. Uh, there was a beer flood that killed eight people in London. October 1814 is when that happened. Apparently, it killed five Irish mourners who were already mourning the death of another of like a kid. That that sucks. You know, it looks like the London beer flood was actually more destructive in the aftermath than it was when it initially happened. Uh, Stories later arose, according to Wikipedia, of hundreds of people collecting the beer, mass drunkenness, and a death from alcohol poisoning a few days later, which is not surprising. Um, I mean, people just like drinking beer out of the street. That's disgusting. I'm sure you got more than alcohol poisoning from that. In that is... 1800s London, that's disgusting. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. That was like, na- like that would have been covered in like literal sewage, <laughs> like human and horse poop sewage. And like, yeah, that's disgusting. I didn't even no, think what? about the horses. Oh, no, the Dublin whiskey fire did the same thing. It did the same. People drank that too. The only difference is that this time <laughs> it caught on fire. 
Oh great! Oh, oh great! It wasn't Mary it wasn't Mac bad enough. Valley so light it on fire. Explosions. Okay, the jurors after the beer flood said that it was an unavoidable act of God, and the government did not give a penny to help the people whose houses had been destroyed or like to help the, the like families who had lost members in it. Like they didn't from care. the beer. That sounds like yeah. God chose to do that. God said, "You know what? Beer flood. Screw these people. <laughs> Dump hey angels, beer on them. check this out. I like Noah's Ark. God did that once with a bunch of water. Now he do it with beer. He's like, God literally said, hold my beer, and then they just <laughs> spilled it everywhere. And he was like, dude, <laughs> it was like gotta do something. God actually intended to destroy the world that day. Then the angels messed up and spilled the beer everywhere instead. And he was like, well, all right, we'll give him some time. I'm a pastor's kid. I shouldn't be laughing at this. Hold on. What do you mean the court said it was an unavoidable act of God? How do you call something like that an act of God? I don't know. That's <laughs> right, an act like... of Satan. There's nothing good <laughs> about this. This is horrible. Like the molasses flood is already terrible because it's all sticky and crap, but nobody saw the molasses and ran to it with open arms and tried drinking it. Okay, the fact that <laughs> right. people did that and then they called it an act of God, and then the <laughs> fact that it happened again in Ireland and then caught on fire is just all around the most disgusting. Like, the thing is, like, this, is, like this is like. <laughs> This is disgusting. Okay. The 1800s war. Like, <laughs> this is not funny, but like, literally, people are drowning, and you're like, and you're drinking the beer around them. <laughs> yes, like, that is literally what was happening, though. That's what I'm just saying. Like, this is oh, the I didn't most think of that. repulsive form of humanity. Some guys out there with a big jug, just like scooping up swigs of beer, a body floats by. <laughs> he's like raises a glass. <laughs> Did you just see a bunch of like horse turds just floating in there and he just, like catches one? It's like that is sheer, disgusting. Like stupidity that that like that takes. Like there's literally like uh, horse species and they're like the streets and the, the fact that somebody died of alcohol poisoning <laughs> afterwards implies that people he either like drowned in it and then got out and it was just too much, or he was just actively chugging. <laughs> Like, that is disgusting. I'm sorry. If you dive, like, in the molasses flood, it's tragic enough because it was unavoidable. Everybody that died in it were all people that, like, really, really, if they had just been somewhere else, they were just in the wrong place at the wrong time. In the case of the beer flood, (laughs) apart from the initial deaths, literally the aftermath was worse than the initial incident. Like, it must have been an act of God, truly. Okay, the eight people that died in the beer flood initially, we don't joke about them, okay? They didn't deserve what they got. Anybody that died after, (laughs) literally, after Okay. They literally just drank themselves to death. They chose for that to happen. They oh. they chose to do that. Okay, that is deplorable. <laughs> that is <laughs> act of God. Just kind of drives home the mentality that these people had about it. Hi again, it's Jesse. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Deep Lore Boys podcast. You can find more episodes of our show on YouTube and Spotify, which we encourage you to share with your friends so we can grow the podcast. And drop a comment down below if you're feeling extra generous. We love hearing from you guys. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope your day is nothing short of interesting. Take care. I'm going to go post that one on Twitter.com.